Hi, this is Millie, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love you have been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and as always, thank you to my loyal listeners. I wouldn't be where I am without you. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word, where you can schedule a coaching session with me. The info is in my bio. Also, please consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash narcissistic parents. I will put all of this information in the show notes. Okay, guys. This podcast may sound a little different to you because I usually just talk about a subject regarding related to narcissism, narcissistic families, but this time I'm going to talk about something that happened yesterday to me, um, and I hope that you guys can get experience from it, um, and I want to start off by saying that I, I felt like I had made a mistake, but I don't feel that way today. And I don't want to keep you guessing. So what happened was that I talked to my aunt, who is the other big narcissist that I, I actually haven't spoken to her in God knows how long. I don't remember the last time I spoke to her, really spoke to her, because I knew even as a kid that the first chance I got to not have to talk to her and be forced to talk to her, I was going to take it. So when everything happened with my mother, it was, it was a no brainer that I was never going to talk to my aunt again. Well, that changed yesterday. And the reason it changed is because I have mentioned this in my other podcast recently, but my second cousin, and I might have have to explain my family tree a little bit because you may be confused. Um, my second cousin, who is my aunt's grandson, if you can wrap your head around that, it's my, my cousin is her son. So his son is my second cousin, and that would be her, his grandmother. My aunt is my second cousin's grandmother. So my second cousin and I are close in age and he had a baby and it, it's been a wonderful thing for this family, at least in my eyes. And, and I, and I know that in his mother and that side of the family is also, has been a great thing. Um, but a lot of my suspicions were validated yesterday. So he had asked me to please call his grandmother because even though he knows he has always had a terrible relationship with his father, he believed that his grandmother was not the same way. And, well, I will get there. So I actually, her birthday is funny enough, April 1st, aha, you know, (laughs) Um, I did not call her on April 1st and I had decided I was not going to call her. But somehow yesterday, I found myself calling her anyway. I decided to make the phone call. Um, I knew that when I called, I had to be very, very careful what I said. Because I know that she's a flying monkey. I knew that the minute I hung up the phone with her, 
she was going to be talking to my mother, which is her sister. Um, so I had to be careful what I said. Now, I'm going to say something a little bit controversial or not in line with what I usually say, but I, I will explain myself. If you know how the mind of a narcissist works, you can use that to your advantage. But I do not recommend that you do this because it can backfire extremely quickly if you don't know where your boundaries are and if you don't know how to manipulate the narcissist properly. Um, I didn't expect, I didn't go in with the idea that I was going to do this kind of manipulation, kind of dropping bombs that were going to explode in my mother's house, I was hoping. But that's what happened because I know how they think. So I kind of used it to my advantage. I knew she was going to tell my mom right away, so why not plant a few things? Why not use the flying monkey, right? Please don't do this. This this was done, like I said, I didn't plan on doing it, but I did. And I don't know what the consequences are yet. This happened yesterday, so we'll see. This happened April 2nd, so that you guys, when you're listening to this, uh, 2021. Okay. Um, at first, the conversation was very strange because she she love bombed me a whole lot. She said things that were weird like all I have been wanting for all these years is to hear your voice and here you are and things that just don't make sense because we are not close. We never were close. We were physically close for years. We lived in the same apartment building in New York, but we were never close. So we talked about things that were very superficial at first, about the pandemic. You know, I talked about her being a great-grandmother again, because again, her grandson is my second cousin, which I'm close to, and his son is now her great-grandchild, right? I should add here, her grandson has been her lifeline, as far back as I remember. And I, I'm going to say that it was a toxic relationship, even though I don't know the details. But her and her husband, which would be my, my uncle-in-law, they, everything surrounded him, my cousin. Everything, everything, everything. Their grandson, their grandson, their grandson. And... I suspected that this baby coming into his life was not a good, happy thing for her. I suspected that because I know how a narcissist thinks. A narcissist does not want to lose their supply. Okay? And her mask slipped. She said it. When I was you know, glowing and beaming about this beautiful baby, she said, oh, now he ruined his life. Something to that effect, right? I was talking in Spanish, speaking in Spanish. So um, something to that effect of he ruined his life. And I reacted. I said, 
how can you say that he ruined his life? This is a man who I never thought would have a child because of his relationship with your son. And he, he is, and he is being the best father. He is there. He is, you know, taking care of this baby. How can you say that it ruined his life? But I knew that that's what was behind it. So I wasn't really surprised, but I did react. She did not mention my mother at all, which was surprising. But I knew that I had to. Because there were a couple of things that I wanted to clear up that I suspected my mother had really lied about and made up stories over. And... I knew that in the process, I, I could plant a few, you know, explosives there. My aunt is 88 years old. She doesn't understand the internet. She doesn't understand technology. And that was my gateway to put in a few bombs for them to explode over my mother's house, right? I used the flying monkey for my purposes. Does that make me a narcissist? No, I knew that there were a couple of things I needed to clear up because I knew they, that what was being told wasn't true, but I also knew that I know because I know that the worst thing that can happen to a narcissist is the truth coming out. I planted a few bombs and I'll tell you in a minute what I did. So the two things that I wanted to clear up with my aunt was the reason I really went no contact. I went no contact because there was a hurricane. You guys have probably already heard this. Hurricane Irma in 2017. I lived 10 minutes away from my mother. We didn't have power. It was 100 degrees in the house. My husband was feeling sick. We ended up in a hotel for six nights while my parents had electricity and had not called me to tell me they did. Not that I would have stayed with them, but it was their obligation as my parents to let me know, hey, come over, we have power. And they didn't do that. So that was one thing I wanted to clear up because the consensus out there is the reason I don't talk to my mother, I think. Again, this is not something I've heard. It's what I think. It's because I found out I had three brothers, and that's a whole other thing, and that's not why I went no contact. And the other thing I wanted to clear up was how I found out I had brothers. My mom made up some really good delusional stories that made no sense. I'm just going to say that. They made no sense. Um, I heard it from another flying monkey related to all of this, these people. <laughs> She's not related to me because she was married to my cousin. Not the second cousin, the father of my second cousin. Maybe I should clear up the tree right now. Okay, so to try to, to, to grasp... Um, and follow this, it is my mother, my mother's sister. So that's my aunt. My mother's sister has one son, who is my cousin. And 
I, she only had the one son and he is 20 years older than me. My aunt is eight years older than my mother and my mother had me late a little bit later. So I am 20 years younger than my first cousin. So because of that, his son and daughter are closer to me in age. So those are the ones that I grew up with and I felt were my, my brother and sister. Okay. So who I've been talking about here mostly is my aunt and my second cousin, because my second cousin's only two years younger. He's the one that had the baby. I hope that clears it up. (laughs) Write it down if you need to. No, I'm kidding. All right. So I needed to clear up how I found out that I had brothers because I found this out when I was 42 years old. I'm 46 now. And it was this simple. I was laying in bed watching TV or laying on the couch. I don't remember. And I got a phone call and it was my brother. And he just said, you are my sister. And he told me I had two more brothers. That's what happened. And I really, my aunt, again, her mask slipped a little bit there. And she goes, is that really what happened? So I know that my mother has been lying about what really happened. I said, that's really what happened. I said, all he did was search for me on the internet, search for my father. Because it's my father's kids. Search for my father. And and you can find the information. We've been living here long enough that it was there. And they called me. That was it. He called me. That was it. There was nothing more to it. Okay. So, most of my conversation with my aunt was one-sided. It was me telling her things. Um, she was eerily quiet. She made a excuse, not excuses, but she showed me that in her mind, telling me, not that I expected her to tell me about my brothers. That's not an expectation I have of anyone outside of my parents. But I said to her, you should have encouraged her to tell me that was your duty. And, and she, it's almost like she didn't hear that. She went back, because that's what narcissists do. What they don't want to hear, they don't want to have responsibility. So what she answered to was, well, we were, we didn't want to tell you and then have other people blame us. Okay, so what she said basically was, we didn't want to tell you because we were scared of your mother. That's what, what, what the, the bottom line was, even though I wasn't saying to her, you should have told me. What I said to her is, you should have told her to tell me. But again, doing the right thing is not what narcissists do, and taking responsibility is less of what narcissists do. Um, okay. I told you about this. Sorry, I'm reading notes because I made notes. I didn't want to miss anything. Okay, so I took advantage. Again, this goes back to me doing a little bit of flying monkey work myself. I mean, using her as a flying monkey. I took advantage of the fact that they do do not have any technology besides uh, 
home phone, a landline, which is what I called her on, and a cell phone. So I made it seem like I was some sort of technology wizard, private investigator. And I actually have a story to back it up, to make it sound like I am this incredibly great person with information. Because I knew that if she thought I was this person who could research and find anything, that my that I might know things about my mother that I actually only suspect. Now, I didn't go into details because, to be honest with you, I don't want to know. I don't want to know if, if it is the case. Uh, the things that I suspect about my mother in Cuba before she came to this country... That she was married. She would have been at the age that she left Cuba. That she was married. And possibly I have a sibling or more than one. Who was left in Cuba. Who doesn't even know that my mother is their mother. Um, and I also mentioned that I took a DNA test. Which she didn't even understand. So again I took a little bit of advantage of that. To make it seem like. Yeah, you know exactly who your family is, not not really explaining how the DNA process works. And the other person has to take a DNA test too, right? It's, it's all, you know, I let her think what she wanted. Because that was all going to be to my advantage to, to her to tell my mom all these things. The, this, this is what really, really dysregulated my mother's thinking last year was this loss of control. And if she, when she heard this yesterday, I, I made the joke to my husband, did you hear a bomb go off? Because I can just imagine what was going through her mind. So the story that I said, told her to back up my internet and technology expertise was that and I've talked about the person, a person who's very special to me, who owned a house, the house, a three-family house that I lived in when I was growing up. She died 31 years ago, and I actually was able to talk to her niece. And all I did was go on newspapers.com, get the seven-day free trial, and search. And I found the obituary of this person's sister, and they listed the names of the people that were left behind, which was a niece and a nephew. And guess what? They still lived in the city that was printed. And I was able to, to talk to her aunt. Yeah, I do. I can do a little bit of research, but it's not, I'm not a magician. I made it more magical than that. And I told her a lot of things. I told her that I know where she's buried. I know exactly when the woman died because my mother kept these things from me. So that was another reason. You know, I wanted her to, to, to pass on the message. She knows all about this person, Lucy, which I have a whole podcast on her uh, in the beginning. So it's one of my oldest podcasts. Um, she knows all about Lucy. She spoke to Lucy's niece. She knows where Lucy's buried. She knows when she died. She knows where she died. She knows she, that she had lung cancer. These are all things I didn't know when Lucy died, when I was 15 or 14. 
plus I suspect something else is going on and I was hoping that this would kind of jar the situation, but I'm not going to go into that right now. Even though I had made this decision to talk to my aunt, which I regretted yesterday and yet I realized I'm glad I did it. Um, talking to her was not the big thing. And that's, this is life, people. This is what happens. Sometimes you're just afraid of one thing and it's not that thing that is surprising or that is shocking or that opens your eyes. Okay. Writing out these notes, I, I had a couple of insights, right? About my aunt. And I knew for sure, you know, she's a narcissist. She is toxic. She cannot love her great grandchild because she, in her mind, she lost her grandson. Right. And that's not good. That's not cool. Okay. So what happens? I texted my second cousin. Okay. So her grand grandson. And I told him, I just spoke to your grandmother. That's how much you mean to me. Because he had asked me to call her. Because they did the, oh, we don't understand why she doesn't talk to us. Boohoo story to him. And he believed it. And because of the fact that he is now a father, I want to be in his life. Because... I know that there was going to be issues and conflicts there. And I want to be there in order to tell him and support him. Because I knew that this was not a happy moment for his father and his grandparents. So he called me back yesterday, which was unusual. They have a brand new baby. And the phone call was just beautiful because it was a video call and he, it it almost looked like the baby had called me because he was the one on the screen. So I got to see the baby. He's so adorable. I'm so happy. I'm beaming. I'm, I just, this family just needs new blood and he's going to be raised by someone who is a good man. Okay. So, he goes, it's crazy that you called my grandmother, his my aunt, his grandmother, because I had a problem with her yesterday. And I was like, well, tell me, right? Not actually expecting what he was going to say. He told me that he had complained to his grandmother about his father, whom He barely speaks to anyway, because he noticed that all of us, right, everyone else besides his father, we have been, I'm, I'm not close. Um, I'm hours away and with the pandemic, I have, you know, I can't visit. So I can't tell him, Hey, is there anything I can do to help? But I'm texting every few days. I don't want to bother him too much. Asking how they're doing. Right? So I'm there. I'm a present person. His father, on the other hand, he didn't do any of that. He didn't ask how 
how they were doing. He didn't offer to help. And he complained to his grandmother, which would be his father's mother. And she came back with, that is my son, and I will stand by him no matter what. My poor cousin, my second cousin, got his first real dose of the true self of his grandmother. She showed him who she really is. And not only did she show him, but my eyes went, opened up completely. Because I had never had a conversation with my aunt that was this deep as it was yesterday. And I mean deep, not, it wasn't deep, but it was a longer conversation. We talked about serious things. So even I didn't know exactly how bad it was until my cousin told me what she had said to him. So he didn't matter. It was her son and she was going to stand by him even though the problem was is when she, because of course she's a flying monkey, so the minute that my second cousin complained to her, she went to her son and said, oh, your son's complaining that you didn't do this and that. And so he said, well, he's not giving me any pic. He's not sending me pictures. Why would he? He doesn't care, right? So he got a dose of, of his grandmother's narcissism and toxicity uh, two days ago. It wasn't really that surprising when I thought about it. I needed a minute. When I hung up the phone with him, I realized, of course she did that. She is not happy about the new baby. And she's going to do everything to show her grandson how unhappy she is. That he's no longer going to be her do-it-all and slave. Because that's what he's been to them. He's kind of been the, 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 the grandson who... He even lived with them as, as an adult in his 30s or late 20s, lived in the house with them. So, I mean, he he was everything to them. And he she said that no matter what, she was going to support her son, not her grandson. But yet, the hypocrisy of not supporting me, even though my mother is not supporting me and has done things to me, right? Wouldn't that be the same? If she's going to stand by her son no matter what, why doesn't she expect the same of my mother? That's a narcissist. That's what they do. So um, I'm not going to go in into too much more. I will say that, that I did talk to my second cousin, the father of the new baby. And I was able to tell him the things I wanted to tell him since he, he had the baby, which was, you are not your father. I don't want you to be afraid that you're going to ruin this kid or do things to this kid or not be there. You are not your father. Funny enough, his own father told him the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I assume in context, it meant you complain about me being a bad father, but you're my son. 
What a horrible thing to say. A very typical narcissist thing to say. I'm going to put my son down so he doesn't feel confident in his capability of being a father. So I told him, not only does can the apple far fall far from the tree, it could fall in a different orchard, in a different state, in a different country. And my husband chimed in because he has a good sense of humor and said, you're an orange. I think that is the best analogy I've ever heard in my life. My cousin is not an apple that didn't fall from far from the tree. He's an orange. And so are all of you. And so am I. So drink lots of orange juice because we come from oranges. Our mothers or our fathers may have been an apple, but we are oranges. I love you guys. And I hope you got a lot from my story. Please don't do anything stupid. I'm not terribly proud that I called, but I learned a lesson. I learned that I'm an orange. And I fell from a different type of tree than my mother. And so did all of you. I love you. And until next time.